Well, good morning, saints. Hello, sinners. It is good to see everybody. Uh, welcome to our service this morning. Uh, I'm going to be reading today from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 13. And uh, I'm going to build my thoughts around the type of soil that the sower has to work with in our life. The type of soil that the sower has to work with in our life. Today's scripture uh, is one of Jesus' parables, first of the many parables in Matthew 13 that deal with being outside in the fields. Um, Jesus, not only in this chapter through his parables, talk about inaugurating the kingdom of heaven among us, but his sheer presence indicates that the kingdom of God is manifested through his life among us now. Uh, and listening to our text today, it's a text you've heard before. And the temptation is that you know it so well that you already have yourself slotted out into which one of these groups that Jesus describes, which one of these groups you already fall into. And I, and I, I want you to try to suspend that. I want you to try to listen to the text as though you've never heard it before, and this is the first time. Let's all listen with open ears, okay? Matthew chapter 13, and I'm going to begin with verses 1 through 9, and then I'm going to pick up again with verses 18 to 23. Hear the word of the Lord. Now that same day, Jesus went out of the house and he sat by the sea. And such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat, and he sat there, and while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And Jesus told them many things in parables, saying, Look, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil. And they sprang up quickly, but since they had no depth of soil, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seed fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. And then, beginning with verse 18, he continues. Disciples, hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns... This is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. 
who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. My friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, did you hear it? Did you notice how Matthew bookends the very first part of our text to make sure that you and I are paying attention? Jesus leaves the house. He goes to the sea. He sits down. And what's the first word out of his mouth? Look! Look! He's getting their attention. He's saying, look here. Let me tell you a story. And then when he ends the parable, he, he ends it again by saying, listen up now. Look and listen up. He is bookending his parable. He wants us to be sure to hear what he's saying in those bookends. Professor Dale Bruner from Whitworth University is a New Testament scholar, and he remarks, listening to Jesus' words is the key to our life. Our ears are the soil of our lives, and ears attentively devoted to the words of Jesus are on good soil. Ears that are distracted, inattentive, casual, or diffused in their concentration are the several unfruitful soils of our parable today, he says. My friends, you see, all the different soils that Jesus describes in our text this morning, all of those different soils received the seed, that is, they heard the Word of God. But only one paid attention to it. Only one yielded something as a result of it. Jesus, my friends, is, is kind of like grabbing us by the collars, pulling us close, looking at us right in the eye, and he's saying, Beloved, I want you to understand that the key attitude in a spiritual life is the attitude of listening. To my word. Hear that again. Jesus is trying to get our attention. Look. The primary attitude in the spiritual life for you, beloved, is to listen to the word. Did you hear what I just said? See, that's what Jesus was doing. So now let's go back to the question that you've already tried to figure out in your own mind as you listen to the parable. What type of soil do you represent? I mean, you're tuned into worship and all, and that's a good thing. If you're participating in worship, then by goodness, surely you are in the good soil, right? Right? Well, let's unpack that a little bit. You see, Jesus is speaking to the disciples and to you and to me. He's speaking to the church. He's speaking to four various types of people who comprise the church community in the first century and has comprised that community of the church since Jesus' time. He says within the church, within the community of faith, 
There are going to be four types of people. Path soil people, rocky soil people, thorny soil people, and good soil people. We're all included in the church. My colleagues Pam and Nick are both mathematicians, and they would indicate that statistically, as you and I look at these four groups comprised as a single group, um, each one of us has a one in four shot at being in the good soil. There are four options. We get to choose one. But the unfortunate reality in our parable today is, is Jesus is saying 75% of us will not hear and internalize the word. And we miss the point. Hmm. Brunner goes on to say, only one in four will understand the word. And yet, all four types of people make up the church. It's like a reminder of the old English proverb that goes on to say rather sardonically, not all people go to church, say their prayers. So which soil, if you were to take a soil sampling of your spiritual life, what would you be? First, there are the path people. The sower enthusiastically spreads seeds everywhere. The sower is God, and God in His grace just throws the seed everywhere, far and wide. He doesn't care where the seed goes. He wants to get the produce planted and yielding. And so some of it falls onto the hard path, the road. The road, the path is heavily used. It's been tramped upon. It has been compressed from all the weight of the people walking year in, year out over the same path. The seed, the very Word of God, isn't able to penetrate the soil because the soil is pressed too dense. And the seed is exposed to birds who swoop in, eat it, and fly away. Jesus is telling us that there are some people, believe it or not, who are in the faith community who are so hard-hearted that even when the Word of God is shared through Jesus, it fails to penetrate the hard surface of their heart. And something comes and snatches it away before there's a chance for it to seed. Have you ever seen path soil people in the church before? They're here. Next, there are the rocky soiled people. These are the people who are uh, spiritually all drive shaft, but no engine. Tall hat, no saddle. In other words, they're posers. On the surface, they look all put together. They look like they've all got it together on the outside. They behave like Christians are supposed to behave on the outside. 
But on the inside, there's just not a whole lot of spiritual substance there. They are typically first-level thinkers. They're ones who tend to go with the flow of what others are saying. But once another compelling story, another compelling gospel, or even another compelling personality comes along, when problems of life begin to emerge, they forget the news, the word of Jesus, and off they go. Now, have you ever seen rocky, soiled type people in the church? They're here. Third says, third Jesus says, there are thorny, soiled people. These are the hearers of the word, but they have the attention span of a Labrador retriever puppy. They hear the word, but they are distracted by any little thing that goes on around them in life. Jesus says we um, thorny, soiled people, we, we, we get distracted through anxieties and anxiousness of what happens in our lives. He says what we happens is we get distracted by pursuing wealth or guarding the wealth or getting the wealth. And because we are so distracted by anxiety and pursuit of things, the Word takes no root. We are driven by issues and distractions. And these distractions cause them, or them to have an inability to fully let the Word plant deep. Have you ever seen thorny, soiled people in the church like that? They're here. Finally, Jesus describes the good, soiled people. These are the people, he says, that hear the word of Jesus and they take it down deeply into their heart and allow those seeds to grow, to bloom into bountiful fruit that everyone can see and experience on the outside. These are the Christ followers whose lives of faith explode with a harvest producing fruit and more seeds that the wind can carry along and plant other places, and we get to watch them grow as well. Have you ever met or seen good soil people in the church? They're here. Friends, the positive test of a good soil sample of one's spirit, of a church's spirit, is simply this. Does it come back showing faithfulness and fruitfulness? If not, the soil sample fails. Jesus, he claps his hands, says, look here, listen. Hear the word 
And when you and I hear the word and receive it deeply into the soil of our heart, in our life, and in our ministry, in our church, it will be fruitful. A person or a church's fruitfulness or faithfulness is first determined whether you and I, whether we as a church, receive the word of Jesus, stand under that word of Jesus, absorb that word of Jesus. It's not rocket science, friends. It really is not rocket science. You and I, the church, we are useful and productive for the kingdom of heaven when we simply place ourselves under the word of Jesus and receive it. God does the rest. The path's soil is too hard to hear the word and they don't receive it. The rocky soil people They heard the word. They received it with great joy. But when pressures came, they let it go. Thorny, soiled people heard the word. They held it in one hand, and they liked the word that that they grabbed and heard. But the problem was their other hand was trying to hold two things at once. Pursuits of anxieties of the world, pursuit of wealth, things. And they dropped the word in order to catch the other two. The good soil people, they hear the word. And they cut both hands together in order to catch all the seed and keep it safe for its intended use and plant it in the ground for a bountiful harvest. Beloved, what is the state of the soil of your spiritual life? Hard Rocky, thorny, or good and productive. What's the state of the spiritual health of the church? Is it hard? Is it rocky? Is it thorny? Or is the church's soil fruitful and bountiful because we are under and hear the Word? Oh, my friends, fruitfulness, that is faithfulness to the Word, is determined and demonstrated by the crop we as individuals and as a church as a whole, how much crop we produce Are we yielding anything? And are we spreading more seed for the kingdom? 
God help us be a part of the 25% who get it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, so be it. Amen. My friends, we've come today. We have listened to beautiful music. We have said prayers. We have listened and chewed upon the Scriptures. We have placed ourselves under the Word of God and receive its growth. My friends, if there is anyone in earshot of me today who wishes to profess his or her faith in Jesus Christ, where the Spirit has moved in your life to say, Preacher, I need to talk to somebody, then please call me, call Pastor Nick, call Pastor Pam. We are here for you. And we would love to talk about the condition of your spiritual soil and what we can do together to make this church's soil rich with nutrients. Amen. My friends, remember Jesus Christ. He stands at the door of your heart and he knocks. And anyone who opens the door, he will come in and have dinner with you and you will have dinner with him. That's his promise. So if you would like to profess your faith or reprofess that faith, let us know. Grace, mercy, and peace of God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and forevermore. Amen. As we conclude worship today, I invite you to take the candle that you may have lit prior to worship. And as you look at the light, think to yourself, I am going to extinguish this light and incorporate it into my own life as I carry it out into the world. My friends, I love you. We'll see you next week.